yo, hey yo. Hey everybody, welcome back to Yo Let Me Tell You. I'm your host Chandler, and today our special guest is a Twitch streamer extraordinaire, creator of awesome communities, a really awesome person who I got to meet online. Milana, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for inviting me today. I I've never done a podcast before, so this will be the first time for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a first time for every for like a lot of people who are coming on the show actually. So it's really fun. Actually, I think podcast is like. To me, maybe some podcasters out there might be a little bit offended by this, but I feel like it's like the lowest maintenance in terms of like content creation because you literally just talk. There's not, I mean, depending on what kind of podcast you do, but there's not too much editing that goes into it or anything like that. So I think it's, honestly, I think it's like super easy to be honest. Maybe I'll have to start a podcast of my own then. <laughs> oh yeah. Let me know if you're trying to start. I can, I can uh, point you in the right directions. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Um, so I'm Milana. Uh, I work full-time as a high school teacher, so streaming is more of a hobby for me. Um, but I spend a lot of time playing Splatoon 2 for the Nintendo Switch. Um, I'm a big enthusiast of Nintendo games, and I just... I really like to... Like you said, I really like building communities, so... Um, it makes me really happy when people come back to my stream and, you know, hang out with me, but it really makes me even happier when people start to hang out with each other and build relationships beyond the stream. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been really cool to kind of um, be a part of that community and, and see, uh, start growing some relationships of my own and seeing other people having their, their own relationships within the community. And it's really, I think it's really cool that, that you have uh, um, maybe like facilitated a place for that to grow. It's, it's really awesome. Yeah, um, I, it does make me really happy. So I think it, it it's kind of like a positive feedback loop. You you do something, it makes you happy, it makes other people happy. But because it makes other people happy, you get more happy. And then, you know, it just keeps going. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so usually at this point in the podcast, we kind of talk about how uh, we know each other and stuff like that. Uh, this one's a little bit more unique because I don't actually like know you in, in like real life. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, I, I found I found your stream back in like maybe like February. I was like mm -hmm. really getting like I had really gotten into Splatoon at that point and I had come home and I was like too tired to play, but I wanted to like watch people play and so I just like typed Splatoon on Twitch. And I don't know I don't know why I clicked on your stream or anything like that, but there was like five or six different streams going on um mm -hmm. at the same time that were like kind of at the top. I think yours was like it was like enough people where I was like, oh, this person probably knows what they're doing. But it wasn't like so many people that it was like so intimidating that I didn't feel like I could maybe like talk or anything like that. Um, and yeah, and I, I watched for like two hours and I was like, wow, she's really fun. Um, and then I came back like the next day and then, yeah, I kept coming back. And it was it, and soon after that, I started streaming. So I I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I really like getting to, to meet new people. I think the thing about Splatoon is that the community is really tight-knit, but it, um, I would say 
it's not super common for new people to come into the scene just because the game is a little bit on the older side and people are a little bit like, well, is there still a community going on when they like join? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I think it's really cool that you found the game and then you're like, hey, I'm going to go find a streamer. And then you, you know, you've been a, a really great part of the community and especially my community. So I'm really appreciative of that. Yeah. So uh, today, uh, if you all haven't already figured it out, we're going to be talking about streaming. Uh, that means that today we have Geek Out. All right. So um, in terms of like this kind of conversation, it's kind of like a back and forth, but I guess I'm wondering, you just had you just had a, a, a three-year stream anniversary. Congratulations mm -hmm. on that. Thank um, you so much. But I'm wondering, like, how, how did you even get started with streaming? Or where, when did you even kind of get the idea of, hey, I want to I wanna stream, or this is what I'm going to stream, or why, or anything like that? Um, so I guess I started streaming because I... I guess I've always been a little bit interested in streaming just because I really enjoy like talking to people, I really enjoy playing games, so what better mm -hmm. hobby to pick up than streaming because it really is a combination of both of those things. Mm -hmm. um, but I started streaming pretty much as soon as Splatoon 2 came out that I decided was the game that I wanted to play for my stream because I I don't know, I just like really like the Splatoon series. Yeah. Um, so you were yeah, there back I, in like Splatoon 1 then? <clears throat> I was, but I didn't really enjoy Splatoon 1 the way I enjoy Splatoon 2 now. Just because mm. I played it by myself and I didn't really know there was a community beyond playing the game. So it was just salt-inducing solo queue for <laughs> ages. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> See, Splatoon is such an interesting kind of... Uh, it's like an interesting game for me because I, I didn't have a Wii U. Um, mm -hmm. Well, actually, so... I was really big into video games in high school, and post-bachelor's degree, I was really, really big into video games, but those four years um, of four and a half years of college, I really didn't have games to play. I, I remember uh, my friend, my best friend had a PS4, and I would uh, pester him to come over all the time and bring his PS4 so that we could play Rocket League in, in uh, the common room with the, my mm -hmm. residence. I was an RA for four years, um, or for three years, and... So I was like playing Rocket League sometimes and playing Pokemon on my DS, uh, and that was really it. Um, and I had a friend who had a Wii U and was like, "You need to try out this game, Splatoon," and she gave me the gamepad, and it was it was well, it was single player mode, which <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> so if, if if Splatoon one single player is anything like Splatoon two single player, um, I didn't really enjoy Splatoon one single player very much, um, mm -hmm. and I. There was, I just really couldn't wrap my head around how to climb up walls. Like, that to me was really, like, <laughs> I couldn't get it. And so I was like, this game looks fun, and people have a lot of fun with it, but I don't, I don't get it. I'm not going to buy a Wii U for this. Um, and then fast forward to a few years later, I have a Switch. I see Splatoon 2. It looks super, super fun. Some friends buy it for me for my birthday. It was, like, the thing I really, really wanted. Uh, and then I didn't pick it up for nine months. I didn't put it in my Switch for, like, nine months. <laughs> Um, by then, all the Splatfests had gone away. Uh, well, we thought they had all gone away. Um, but I, I picked up the game, and I was like, wow, this is really fun. 
saw a few Alpha Star videos and I was like, oh, those people that he's talking about, his uh, Nuzlocke series, and he was talking about people in yeah. C minus and B minus, and I was like, yeah. oh, that's me. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> and that's when I tried to start getting better at the game. Yeah, yeah, and you've definitely made improvements and leaps and bounds, so I think it's cool too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but in, so in terms of like what was different about Splatoon 2 and what was different about like, I don't know, finding this game on the Switch that uh, you were like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite the bullet, I'm going to pull the plug, I'm going to start streaming? Um, honestly, I don't really know. I just decided on a whim, like, hey, I'm going to start streaming. And it, it helps that I like, have a husband who's very good at technology and uh -huh. hardware, and he's just like, oh, I'll like, build you a computer and you can start streaming. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you can, you can figure all of that part out. I'm just going to sit in front of the computer and like, <laughs> talk to people. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe what it was was um, at the time that I was thinking about streaming, I started uh, transitioning from being a full-time programmer to a full-time teacher. So okay. the first year of my, my teaching program, I was doing full-time grad school, full-time teaching. That was mm -hmm. terrible. Um, I obviously didn't have time to stream then, but um, I after that year had passed, I wanted to find a hobby because if, if something you learn very quickly in teaching is that if you don't have something for yourself, you burn mm -hmm. out very, very quickly. So mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. for me, streaming was that thing that like kind of kept me in the right mindset to be able to continue teaching. So uh, I think it was a good balance and it was a good choice for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, so because I that that makes a lot of sense, and I I find a lot of kind of parallel there for me too, as a, um, because I'm a I'm a therapist, so I I, I do mm -hmm. therapy over at um, uh, SDSU, and um, if you yeah if you don't have some some way mm -hmm. to kind of come home at the end of the day and just like decompress, and like video games had been that kind of thing for me, but one thing that um like my girlfriend knows about me, one thing that all of my friends know about me is mm -hmm. I'm. I am like the utmost of a social person. I am like the most extrovert, extrovert person. Yeah, that, that I, I'm right there with you. I'm, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so um, when, so like when I come home at the end of the day and I'm like, I want to play video games, and like, my girlfriend like might want to play with me, or maybe she might not want to play with me, or maybe she just wants to play The Sims, and like I don't really enjoy The Sims. And so it's like, like okay, well I want to do this. I have some friends who might like this but they're not here in the house with me. So maybe, like, my idea for streaming was, like, like straight up, I was like, I want a shiny hunt in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee and, like, have my friends watch me shiny hunt and just talk to them while I do it. That, that literally has never once happened on my stream. Not, never one time <laughs> have I ever <laughs> even come close to, like, doing something like shiny hunting on stream. Um, but, yeah, I, I started streaming on YouTube, like, like once or twice, um, mm -hmm. and and so my stream started off with me on my my dual core MacBook Pro um, with an Elgato HD sixty, um, and I couldn't I couldn't use OBS or anything like that, and so I couldn't I couldn't see chat I wasn't able to see chat, uh, so I would have to open up Twitch on my phone and see chat through my phone, but that would slow down my Wi Fi. It was it was a, it was a mess. <laughs> It was a mess, actually. Only until maybe that a couple seems... of months ago have I, uh, I have a decent enough setup to like consistently do it. 
Um, hey, but like it works. Like I've been to your streams quite a few times, and you know it's a nice it's a nice gig you got there. So I'm glad that you yeah. have <laughs> moved on from the the YouTube days into the <laughs> the new Twitch era. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so there. So that one time I remember. So one thing. One of my one of my favorite memories while streaming was I. So. I streamed, I started streaming again after I found your stream and I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to start doing this. And I also want to play Splatoon too, because I, I put like four or five hours a day into this game anyways. So I, uh, I started my stream, um, you know, I streamed for like maybe a month and a half. I went, I hit affiliate. I remember I was really excited. I, I messaged you on Instagram. I let you know. And then like maybe like a few days later, you raided my stream and I was like, this is, this is incredible. This is amazing. And then like, <laughs> but like my computer, my, my MacBook couldn't handle something like that happening. I had figured out, I had gotten a new <laughs> capture card so I could use Streamlabs, but like it was so much processing power for, for so many people to start chatting in my stream and for all those alerts to go off that like my microphone stopped working. My, <laughs> like my screen just went blank for a little while. So I, I saw the chat, I saw, I came back and I saw the chat and you were like, Hey, I think your mic is off. And I was like, it wasn't off before it. It was it was a really uh, interesting moment, but I remember that. And then I remember after that night, I was like, I need to get an actual computer. Like that's like the the next thing I need to do is get a computer because yeah. I never want something like that to happen again. Um, but it's it's been like a really it's been like a really really great um, time for me streaming. I wonder for you like what's like what are some of the things that you feel like keep you coming back or what was some of the actually what were some of like the hard things starting out like what was what was difficult about starting out streaming um so i think the the most difficult thing about streaming was um i guess always getting into a bad mindset so obviously when you start streaming you have like no viewers <laughs> you, everybody has to start mm -hmm. somewhere um and it was mm -hmm. especially tough for me because i like I said, mentioned before, I didn't even know that there was a Splatoon community um, when I started. So I really started from nothing, whereas other people who have, like, who were streaming Splatoon 1, who, like, had already developed a community and decided to stream Splatoon 2, had that kind of, I guess, advantage mm -hmm. is what I'm going to call it. I'm not really sure if it is an advantage or not. Um, right, so right. A, a, lot of, a lot of my early days of streaming had my husband just being like, what did you expect? <laughs> like, you you're you're yeah. gonna get like two two or three viewers at first. Like that's that's just normal. But I think what uh -huh. was um, I guess serendipitous for my channel was that within the first week of streaming, I got this clip that was like real good. <laughs> it ended up I think it, it's <laughs> it's still as one of the like top viewed Splatoon two clips. Um, okay. Upwards of like eighteen thousand people have seen it. Um, basically, oh I don't know how, like, you, how much Splatoon I should talk about, but I basically got a quad in the game, Go and then it. I was, like, really excited, because I, I also dunked the Rainmaker, and from <laughs> there, my viewers count jumped from, like, two or three or, like, five people to, like, 30 average viewers, so then it, like, okay. it, I don't know, I thought, I felt it was, it was very fortunate for me to have gotten that clip, because I think it kind of jump-started my channel. Yeah, 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 that, that, um, cause Twitch, so Twitch is not, um, for people who are, there might be some people out here who are like, what are, what are you all even talking about? Like, what is, what is Twitch? What is streaming? Um, like, 
like Twitch is a is an, a website where we we play video games and and like the the way I make it the way I tell my parents that I told my parents about it when I started streaming they were like so you're playing video games and people are watching you play video are games. watching and I was you like, yeah <laughs> yeah that's you 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 obviously understand the concept um and and so uh but people can like make some, uh can like take a, a moment of that stream and make like a, a 30 second clip of what happened and so that's what it sounds like worked for you um mm -hmm. twitch is not a very yeah. discoverable platform like we think about youtube um or like youtube or instagram where you can search someone's name or you can search you know if you search splatoon 2 on youtube right like you'll probably find mm -hmm. videos of like captain astronaut and dude and mm -hmm. alpha yeah. and 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 people like that who are like really and, and vic Theon who are like really big content creators um, and that's why, and YouTube has an algorithm that pushes their videos up to the top because they're the most viewed videos. Uh, people seem to really relate to those videos. Uh, people who watch one of their videos will oftentimes watch another one of their videos. So it's really good for YouTube as well. Yeah. Twitch doesn't have any system like that whatsoever. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like the yeah. wild, wild west. You have to like, if you find someone, you either found them by accident or you were intentionally looking for them. There's no like in between. Um. Yeah, or, yeah, I, I, I see it. It's, um, I feel like it's very, like, networking central, like, centric. Mm. So you, if you want more visibility on your channel, you're going to have to find other content creators that relate to you and, and mm -hmm. work with them to, like, kind of mix and match your communities to, to maybe yeah. get more people to, to regularly visit your channel. Right, right, yeah, and then and then it, it becomes a thing where it's like maybe you're watching a stream and then you see like four or five of your viewers also watching that stream, or maybe you're watching, uh, or maybe you're in someone else's stream and you see four or five people in chat who you know from someone else's stream, right? And so like, mm -hmm. yeah, these communities now become less like people who are just all trying to watch the same game, but like these really more kind of enclosed communities in which a lot of the people just really feel like they know each other. I feel like I can go into almost any. Splatoon 2 stream, for example, and find at least one person that I feel like I know from your channel, yeah. from Barry's channel, from Dude's channel, from anyone who streams on Twitch, right? Um, mm -hmm. So that's been, that's like really interesting that you say that the uh, the frustration is like the hardest part of, of starting. <laughs> yeah, because, definitely. No, I, I, I absolutely feel that. I found that it was harder for me to like learn how to keep talking, and I still think it's really hard. Um, in real life, I feel like I never shut up. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm like a chatterbox <laughs> and like, I don't stop. And then you put me on camera and I'm like playing Splatoon and I'm like making this like dumb face and I'm not saying anything. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's, it's really, it's really hard to, to, to keep talking, especially if nobody is like saying anything back. I think the yeah. worst part, I think for me, it's harder to, to keep streaming or to feel good about a stream when I have like zero viewers than when I have like 10 viewers and no one will say anything. Like when like chat refuses to move, that, that to me feels worse than like, oh, yeah. no one's talking because no one's watching. You know what I mean? Yeah, honestly, same though. Like I feel like <laughs> if I have a slow chat, it feels worse than if I have like more, like, I don't know, if I have less people who are chatting a lot. I feel like mm -hmm. it's the company for me that matters. Like, yeah. um, I, I, I build my community off of being able to read chat and hopefully like people feel like that their ideas and their words are heard and responded mm -hmm. to. So um, if 
I don't have anything to respond to. <laughs> it feels it feels weird, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it 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 goes into the the idea of like <clears throat> like finding games where like finding games that you enjoy streaming versus just like finding games that you enjoy playing, right? Because mm-hmm. I love streaming Splatoon too. I love streaming um, like competitive Pokemon Sword, like online yeah. battles and stuff like that. Because those things, I feel like even if no one's talking and I realize, oh, I'm not talking, like I can talk about what's going on in the game, that mm-hmm. might spark that might spark a memory of something else that happened earlier in the game or that might spark a memory of something that happened earlier in the week or something like that. Yeah. Uh, versus like... Um, this might break your heart. I hate streaming Animal Crossing. I like streaming. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I also don't really like streaming Animal Crossing. Okay. Okay. Thank you. It's not. It's not. <laughs> so. So it's a thing where I don't feel like I really like Animal Crossing that much anymore. It was never really my kind of game, and I think it came out at the perfect time for me to like take mm-hmm. advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that time has passed, I don't really visit it all that often. But when I was starting streaming, I was still into Animal Crossing. And I would stream Animal Crossing, and then I would realize there is nothing that I can like pull from the screen. There's nothing that I can pull from this game to like start an interesting conversation. Like, and I, I remember um, that was like my first month streaming. I would I would play Animal Crossing, and I would be playing. It would be like I would stream for 45 minutes, and then I would be like I would either say like, "All right, I'm just gonna go play Splatoon now," or I would say. All right, that was a good stream. I'll see you guys next time. And just like, because I was just like, I can't. I that that is like the that was the worst feeling to me was streaming Animal Crossing, knowing that people were watching and people wouldn't say anything, and I was doing everything that I could to pull up conversation, and it just wasn't working. It's a hard game to stream. I res- I have so much respect for people who can do it. I think when people stream Animal Crossing, what's either the most interesting is when people are terraforming their towns so they're like basically i guess ripping it up from the foundations and putting (laughs) it back down the way you want it to look um or if they're island hunting because or hunting for villagers on islands because of the rng it's a little bit like i compared it to shiny hunting it is like when you're when you're going and you're like oh is the next island the one that you're looking for and for some reason it's not my cup of tea, so I, I don't get it. But, you know, obviously there is a market for that. But there are a lot of people who will sit there and watch somebody go through hundreds of islands looking for one specific villager. And kudos to them because I don't have the patience for that. No, I don't. Like, I, and I just don't know what it was. Like, I don't know what I was expecting when I when I turned on Animal Crossing. But I've, I've, I've tried. I feel like I've tried streaming like a really wide variety of games and mostly nintendo stuff because i i just really love just like nintendo Mm -hmm. stuff like i'm super stoked for the the 3d collection to come out like i'm i'm gonna be on that like that is something that i can stream and i like i don't care who talks or not because i'm gonna be having a good time with it um but like i've been doing some stuff lately where it's like i'm like is this game good or is it nostalgia and i'm like pulling Mm -hmm. out old gamecube games like metroid prime that game is absolutely terrible to play. I hate it. I hate it so much. And, don't, and so, don't say that so loudly. <laughs> I know, right? No, so like, I wish I really liked that game. But what, so what I, what I found was I started playing that game and I was like, if I don't like it, it'll be funny because I'll be like, why is this game so bad? And then what it really did was turn into like me complaining about the game. And so mm. what I saw was like, I would have like, I would have like eight people watching 
and then I would have seven people watching, and then I would have four people watching, and then I would have one person watching, and I was like, I was like, I still think that this, this like, this is a good idea, but I need to figure out how to like hang through a game that I don't like. I need to figure out how to make that interesting rather than just complaining about it because. I think generally people tend start to make jokes about the game if they don't like it. And it like turns out that the jokes are funny even if you are like bitter about like controls or camera angle or something. It's, it's so. really the controls because I, I find <laughs> every part of that game so enjoyable except for like moving. Like literally moving around is, is, is it's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the word for it. It's frustrating. It's, it's beyond frustrating. It's like, it's such a challenge. It is it not, not in a good way. You know, I feel, I feel yeah. encumbered. I feel encumbered by the fact that I have, I have a C stick, but I can't use it to like turn my camera around. Oh, and I don't I'm like first that. I've never played it's, Metroid Prime, so I have, I have no say, but. It's, 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 it's in first person, like shooter kind of mm -hmm. like, but, but your, your left stick is your only control. Like you, you, you turn with the left stick, you turn the camera with the left stick, like all of your movement is with the, like, imagine just playing Splatoon 2 with no, well, I guess with no motion controls and no right stick. You should just only see in front of you. It's like yeah, the blinders, or, or, like. <laughs> or when you turn to the left, or when you turn to the left, you're also moving to the left. It, mm. it just doesn't feel, and, and, and Metroid Prime is a 3D platformer in the first person with only one, it's bad. It's like, it's like every complaint about Mario 64 and Mario Sunshine, but like, but at least those games are in third person so you can still see. Like this yeah. one, it's like not not it. But this is not a rant on on Metroid Prime. Um, I'm wondering, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering for you, what are like, what are some of the, like, what are some things that have like changed about your stream since like three years ago when you started to like now? Mm, I would say I'm a little bit more lenient with my rules. <laughs> like, everybody thinks my rules are super tough because I I keep a family friendly stream, which mm -hmm. means. Um, you know, no cursing, no uh, like excessive saltiness, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I've mm -hmm. let a lot of things slide over the years <laughs> because I think when I started out, I, I was I was very very strict about my family friendly rule. Like uh, I I made sure to time out every single person who even tried to like who even thought a bad word in my stream. Oh my god! But <laughs> but like now I'm like I'm a, I'm a little bit more lax. I'm still like strict mm -hmm. as far as other streams go, but I think I think I've, I've softened up. <laughs> yeah, what 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 makes you want to run like a like a family friendly stream versus just like a like a, a free for all kind of thing? Because I feel um, like I'm stream, I'm, stream. I'm not family friendly <laughs> and I'm not like a say whatever you want to kind of like there's no rules mm -hmm. here. I'm like I I feel like I'm like a like a like a PG thirteen, like you get okay. like a like a you get yeah. one f bomb kind of kind of stream, you know. <laughs> <laughs> one one f bomb per per stream. Yeah. You have a well, counter. <laughs> because because I know I'm I'm so bad at moderating myself that it like it comes out, and so I, I feel like I can't hold people to a standard that I'm not mm -hmm. I'm not able to hold. Um, but yeah. at the same time, I want people to feel safe and I want people to like, or like, because I know that like Twitch is full of kids, you know, and if, yeah. if a kid is watching me and their parents. You know, like, I don't yeah. want that kid to stop watching me because their parents think that I'm inappropriate or something like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm wondering yeah. what how how you came to that decision. Um, I think it's mostly to do with the fact that I stream Splatoon 2 because um, I think it is 
as a whole a game directed toward a younger audience just because I guess Nintendo games are generally directed towards younger audiences or older mm-hmm. audiences for nostalgia. But um, I wanted my stream to be a, a place where anybody could feel like they were welcome. So right. I find that a lot of spaces where there's like excessive cursing are all like 18 and older, 18 and older streams, mm-hmm. um, which is totally fine because, you know, obviously the streamer is free to run the stream however they want. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted this place to be a, a safe space for, for kids to kind of come and hang out to. And I think mm-hmm. that is a little bit unique on Twitch just because I feel like Twitch, even though there are a lot of kids on Twitch, the the general consensus is that like streamers don't cater to that they they yeah. they do their own thing and then the kids just happen to come in i right. think it works well with me i i've had actually a lot of parents bring their kids to come and watch too and like mm. i have i have parents who have kids in like middle or high school who like join my lines and play with me and i think that's really cool too yeah 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 see that's it's it's really interesting because um the I forget how often you know I I think I forget how often like because of what I do and like just even like taking streaming out of the equation just playing video games online like Mm -hmm. I I can be playing Splatoon or I can be playing uh, Pokemon or I can be playing those are my two main games really like Pokemon and Splatoon but I can be playing those things and like just be and just like feel like I want to rage at the person who's like just bothering me or annoying me or like I keep dying to this person or like <laughs> this person made like some move that just doesn't make sense and now like I'm losing like and I want to ra- and then like it's so easy to forget that like like I'm 26 that doesn't mean that they're 26 you know what I mean yep. um and 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 like if we're if we're thinking statistically they're probably a lot younger than I am yeah. um just like the amount of <laughs> Or, or just even like there's there there's a kid in, who who's in my stream and I um like he he's in my stream he comes to like every single stream I uh, and he's so good at Splatoon like he's he's so crazy good at Splatoon um, and like if I if I had met him like online in an online lobby I would have just been like raging at him because I'd be like stop killing me like he's so good and uh-huh. it's like it's like I like I know because he's reached out to me before like I know he's like like 14 or 15, you know what I mean? Like he has the time yeah. to like play this game all the time. So like I don't, you know, I have a, well, I don't work full time cause I don't work Fridays, but like I have a job that's like 8, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Thursday, you know? I, yeah. And then after that I have my, I have my girlfriend, I have my dogs, I have like my personal responsibilities, I have to pay the rent, I have to run errands, I have to go grocery shopping. And it's like, especially in the last like six months, he was basically at home with like unlimited time to play Splatoon. Um, yeah, it's it's really easy to forget that we're in a community that like really caters towards kids, um, and I think it's really important. And I think that like you do a really good job of like bringing that up and bringing that to awareness and making sure that like we know that we're in a community with people who are like of all ages, um, and we need to like make sure that. Um, if we're the older ones, that we're the ones who are being like really, really responsible, um, and also making it a community that's still welcoming and safe for them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think it is our responsibility as as older members of the community. I really mm-hmm. feel like like a grandma in this community. Yeah. 
<laughs> Why? A little oh, bit. I, you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to answer that question. But <laughs> I. I think I'm among the the oldest members of the community. Mm-hmm. I would say, like there, there are definitely like, um, you know, people out there who are like way more adult and have like very stable lives and have children and stuff in the community. But I think as far as like um, content creators in the community, I'm definitely among the oldest. Mm-hmm. You don't have to reveal how much older, but um, I'm not going to ask that I'm question. T- one or two years older, depending on when your birthday is in relation to my birthday. Okay. That gives me a, well, that now, now everybody knows because I said how old I am like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's okay. fine. Like I, I'm fine sharing how old I am. It doesn't matter because I'm old enough to be on the internet. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what, what, uh, what now? Like, cause I think the challenges probably change. Like I'm still like in my streaming infancy. Like I've been going since like, been going since like either like late February or early March. Uh, Mm -hmm. but like, so for me, the challenges are still like, am I going to have viewers today? Um, like, does this game like work for me? Um, do I want to change it up? Uh, I have a small, I have a small community that's kind of building up in my discord and my Twitter and, and people are like, Hey, can we play this game today? And I like really don't feel like playing that game today. And I'm like, do I play it (laughs) because I know that they're going to want to watch it? Or do I play something that I want to play because like, I'm going to have more fun. Um, but like, how have the challenges changed for you? Um, I would say, you know, as much as people don't like to admit it, I think the numbers game tends to follow you through your streaming career, whether mm-hmm. you like it or not. So um, a lot of the challenges that come from my stream is the fact that Splatoon 2 is kind of a stagnant game. So because it is my main game, it's um, it's easy to notice when numbers don't go up because the pool of viewers don't go up. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think the biggest challenge is figuring out how to get viewers from outside of Twitch into Twitch. And I know the answer to that. The answer to that is to make things on YouTube and yeah, yeah. advertise on YouTube and then like suck those viewers into Twitch. But... Yeah. I'm also a full-time teacher, and sometimes yeah. I just don't want to make videos. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've so like for me, I don't know. Do you do you still watch like YouTube videos about like how to grow your Twitch channel and and stuff like that? Like from 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 people like like Gal Level and like uh, like uh, Alpha Gaming and and stuff like that. Harris Heller and that stuff. So like, um, admittedly, I'm probably the content creator out of like everybody I know who watches the least YouTube videos. Okay, okay. I don't even watch right on. YouTube videos of my content creator friends on YouTube and I get wow, called okay. out for that all the time, <laughs> all the time. So okay, okay. I'm, I'm doing, I'm trying to be better about it, but I, I don't think I, I don't even, I haven't even like, it hasn't even crossed my mind to think of, to look at YouTube videos of how to grow your Twitch channel. Okay, yeah, I'm like, I watch, I watch like one or two a week. I'm just like, because to me, I'm like, these are people who are successful and just because yeah. they did it this way doesn't mean I have to, but I can at least look at how they're, how they're growing and what they do and like the things that have worked for other people. And I'm like, okay, I try to incorporate some of that stuff, but at the same time, 
um, sometimes they're like, yeah, like make YouTube videos. And for me, <laughs> the, only, the only thing standing in between me and making a YouTube channel and making YouTube videos is the fact that I uh, cannot afford to pay an editor to do anything for me. Uh, I have some friends who said like, I'll edit the videos for you, but like they literally freelance full time and I'm not gonna just like make them do that yeah. work for free, you know? Yeah. Um, and straight up, I'm not gonna sit in front of the computer and edit like street, my two hour, three hour, four hour stream into like a 12 minute video. Like that sounds like a really bad day to me. <laughs> that sounds like a really bad day to me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so I have all these ideas of like things that I would do and things that I would make. And I'm just like, nah, like I'm just keep podcasting. Maybe, <laughs> maybe something will pick up from there. I, just, I, I feel like I would have probably the same attitude about that. <laughs> um, it, I have been looking for an editor. I mm-hmm. think one of my friends offered to edit for me, but obviously I would compensate them. But I think it is different for me because I have a full-time job and I have a Twitch income. So mm-hmm. honestly, I could pay an editor if I really needed one but yeah. man no one wants to edit <laughs> editing is such a, a hard long arduous task that is mm-hmm. very I feel like you don't really get much reward out of it yeah I see I, I feel like like I I feel like I disagree in in the sense of like every time I have edited a video because I used to try I don't know I've I've been a person who's likes to be in front of people so I've, mm-hmm. I've made two different attempts at YouTube. Um, this is like, this may, might be like my fifth podcast that I've ever made. And the, only the last uh, two of them had, had really stuck. But um, like editing for me was like, it was not fun. But like at the end, I'm like, oh, I have this really, really, really great product. But then like it never looks what I, like what I want it to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. either I don't have like uh and I, I really don't think it's camera, like, because I, I understand, like, what I can make with, like, the cameras that I have, and, and you know, I have, I have an iPhone, so camera's not really that much of a problem, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It's more like, it's more mm-hmm. like, how do I, it's the same thing with drawing, like, how do I take this image in my head and put it, like, on a screen or put it on a piece of paper and make it not look like Doodle Bob, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's yeah. so, <laughs> it's so difficult. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So, I I wanted to like retract my statement. It's not that it's not rewarding. I think editors like beyond if you're not editing for yourself, if you're editing for someone else, you put a lot of hours into it and you probably yeah. don't get paid all that much is what right. I mean. Yeah, no, that makes that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. No. I I can totally see that. Um exactly uh what some of my friends who who are like freelance editors and stuff like that tell me. Um I've got like a lot of really great friends in in like doing creative stuff musicians mm-hmm. and, and videographers and editors and but when they're when they're just grinding on editing and mixing and stuff like that they're just like nah dude I'm tired I'm tired my friend yeah. Mark he he who wrote the music for all of the uh for this podcast um he like I I talk to him like a few times a week I'll be like yo man what's up he's like you know I'm just on that mixing grind I'm like how many hours have you been mixing for he's like I've been doing it for the last nine hours oh and I still my got like, three more projects to do and I'm behind and I'm like oh Mark I don't I don't know. Yeah. So that's why that's why before I get to the end of the podcast, everybody go follow Mark and Cabo on Instagram and on YouTube, please. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that too. <laughs> yeah. Um w- so this is something that I think about a lot as a therapist. We as therapists kind of keep ourselves a little bit more private and I, I think that as a therapist, mm-hmm. um, the people who work with me know that I 
maybe push that boundary a little bit more than a lot of other therapists do. Um, mm -hmm. But I feel like, uh, like I have a cousin who's a teacher um, and I, I know a lot of teachers and there's like this boundary that you keep between like you and your students. Um, yeah. And I wonder how you being, um, maybe not like famous, but like someone who is like known by a, a decent amount of people online, you know, or someone who's like relatively discoverable online, how do you manage that as a, as a teacher? Um, as a teacher, you know, I think I tend to push the boundaries of that a little bit too, just in the way that I teach kids, because I think it's important for kids to feel um, like a, a mutual trust and a kind of respect before they are willing to like open themselves to learning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, I wouldn't say that I've become friends with the students that I teach, but I definitely try to make them feel like they are able and um, like capable and they're, they're smart, like, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that I tend to share a little bit more about myself it, as a streamer to my audience, as a teacher to my students than most teachers or I guess streamers might also. So I don't know if that's what you meant when you say you push the boundaries as a therapist, but. Yeah, well, I think in, in some ways, yes. Like, uh, like I, I think that my, my students, uh, I call them students because I'm out of college, but uh, <laughs> my students and my clients, they, they know a lot more about me than they might know about other therapists that they might have had or may, ha mm -hmm. or may have in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, when it comes down to like me having a podcast that's not affiliated with the college, um, mm -hmm. me having a stream, like they might know that I'm into doing those things and I might not be so private about like the fact, cause like, especially doing telehealth and stuff now, like they see my chair and they're like, dude, you play games and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, like, because a chair that looks like this, obviously you have to play games. Right? <laughs> you're, you're a gamer, obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh. But so they, they'll know I stream, but I don't tell them like, yeah, fo follow me at Sleeves McFly. For me, it's kind of this thing. It's like if someone were to find my stream, I wouldn't like like it wouldn't bother me. Right. If, so, if, if a mm -hmm. client of mine were to find my stream or my Twitter or something like that, it wouldn't bother me. But I'm actually never going to actively point that towards there. And I guess what, I just yeah. wonder, like, how you manage that. Like, do your students know that you stream? Have you do you have you ever had students ha who have come through your stream? Um, yeah, like so um, I don't, I, I, like you, I don't actively share that I stream. Uh, I definitely tell, like, I, I share with kids that I play video games that I could probably wreck them and then they get mad, but then, you know, kids <laughs> are like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think if I, like, have a relationship with a student that's, like, I would say special, and, like, I've had... I've had some really bad experiences teaching, but I've always had students who, like, at the end of the day would, like, come in and check, check in on me and be like, Miss, are you okay? Like, mm -hmm. can I help you with anything? Like, those are the kinds mm -hmm. of kids that I, I develop relationships with that are just, you know, they, they're special to me. So um, after they graduate or whatever, or after I, like, have finished my tenure with them as a teacher, I would probably be willing to tell them about my stream. And I have one particular student who actually has come into my stream pretty regularly and has made a lot of friends from people in my stream. So, hmm. and they like play games together, and I think it's really cool. Okay, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's really awesome. I think that's that's. I wish I could have that kind of uh, like after the relationship kind of thing um, with mm -hmm. like, but that's also like something that we, 
Like that's one of those boundaries that I don't necessarily push. In, 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 as I don't. I, I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I shouldn't. Um, no, I think that I've like I have uh, I've had like uh, clients who. Um, like no, like they'll know. They know I love anime and superheroes and stuff like that. I have mm-hmm. posters of it all over my office. Um, and then I, I remember I had a student who like uh, really liked Avatar: The Last Airbender. Loved the posters I had of yeah. it in my uh, in my uh, office. And then the next week he came back. He was like, "Yo, I found your podcast." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you like it." Um, yeah, because it, it's it's really about like. Like not trying to like benefit monetarily off of your clients or anything like yeah, that. Stuff yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. But that was I think an interesting moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think that's really really cool that you know you can bond with with people that you interact with every day beyond just you know having to interact as whatever you know as society deems fit. Yeah. Um, I think the the best way for me to describe like at what point I would share something like my stream with like a student or mm-hmm. someone beyond the stream would be, I think it's if I can develop like a mentor mentee relationship with somebody mm-hmm. versus a student teacher relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I think when you're a mentor for someone, you kind of, you, you go a little bit farther than just being a teacher. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're there for them even mm-hmm. outside of school. Yeah. Um, one question, I, I feel like I've had a lot of questions for you and it's turned mm-hmm. more into like an interview than I thought it was going to be. But. That's okay. I'm cool with that. <laughs> um, I guess I wonder like, so this is something that I have continued to like try to figure out. Um, and this mm-hmm. is maybe me not being the best time manager, but when it comes to like, when it comes to like your, your like, you know, your IRL relationships, like you have your, you have your husband, you have your family and stuff like that. Like how mm-hmm. do how do you conti- how do you make sure that you don't let this get in the way of of that kind of stuff? Mm, I think my relationship with my husband is a little bit unique in that he is happy if I'm happy. Like if I'm doing the things that make me joyful, it makes him joyful even if I he doesn't get to spend time with me personally. Mm-hmm. Um so streaming does take up a lot of time beyond like it takes up time away from my IRL relationships for sure. That's like a given. But um, every once in a while, I do try to make time for things outside. But it is really difficult because as a teacher, you have to do so much more outside of school mm-hmm. and you have to do mm-hmm. a lot in school. Mm-hmm. So my like regular schedule during the school year is like wake up at six, um, go to school, stay in school until like three take a nap at four, um, eat dinner, stream until like 11, plan until two or three, go to sleep and then wake up at six again. Oh my gosh. It's, it was like, it was a terrible <laughs> No one, okay. So like if, if any of you have ever been in Mel's Discord, like you know that she just like, you, you like have been sleeping so much. Like no wonder, Yo. what? <laughs> yeah, during the school year, I, I generally sleep like, Anywhere from two to four hours a night. Oh my god. Yeah, that... it's not healthy. No. <laughs> Don't be like me. <laughs> no. Time to manage your time better, y'all. <laughs> I no, don't make don't don't pull the therapist out of me and make me talk about sleep hygiene and all of these things. Mel, <laughs> don't do this to me. Two to four hours on the it's on okay. the kind of I sleep sch- like I, I sleep like twelve hours over the summer every day. <laughs> 
Well, you're you got, you're gonna be going back soon, so I'm hoping that you have a plan on how you're gonna start tackling that. I have my sleep schedule is really bad. My sleep schedule, the the time I sleep is exactly the time that school is, from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Yikes. So Yikes. I'm I'm kind of in a in a big ditch. Like I'm, <laughs> I, I have to figure something out. Oh man. Yeah. No, that's that's crazy to me because so I find myself to be streaming like a lot earlier than like a lot of like mm-hmm. the West Coast streamers. Like I, I stream around basically the ex- like like it actually makes me sad. I want to be in your stream more often, but I'm like I'm also streaming on these days, right? Um, yeah. And I stream the exact same time that you stream, and and Barry, like you and Barry, like both stream right around the same time whenever you do stream, and mm-hmm. like for me, it's like okay, well, I know they're gonna be streaming longer than me, so I can probably just like host them and like chill yeah. out for like 20, 30 minutes in the stream and then go to bed, um, it, which I really never go to bed. I usually just like. <laughs> like lay down and, that's relatable content <laughs> yeah that, I, I don't go to bed I just lay down and uh maybe like scroll through my phone or or play another game that's a little bit more chill but yeah but like then I'll see like other west coast streamers like like I feel like the culture of streaming where it feels like people start their stream at like eight o'clock or like mm-hmm. eight or nine o'clock and then like we'll stream until like you know like midnight one two I can't do that. And it's not even that it's I okay. it's not even that I go to bed early or anything like that. I just like I just like want to I want to get my stream done and then like th- before going I want to have like 3 or 4 hours before I go to bed to like just chill. That's that's me too, but my 3 or 4 hours extends until 6 a.m. because I end at like 1 1 or 2 a.m. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's a, it's a problem. Yeah. But I think that's a streaming thing. Like, once you're done streaming, you want, like, at least an hour to sit there and do nothing. Like, yeah. not a single thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you just need to decompress, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's important to have because you you just spent X number of hours talking to somebody to, to play a game, to exert a lot of energy, to put, a, mm-hmm. put forward, like, a, a positive presence Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you just need to be by yourself right after stream. You just want to like chill and yeah. not do a single thing. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't I think I'm gonna be the early West Coast streamer. I think I'm just gonna keep my my start stream at five or six o'clock and end stream mm-hmm. at, at nine or ten o'clock. Like I don't. Also, you like what do you think your out your average like uptime is? Um, during the school year, my average uptime is about three or three or four hours. Mm-hmm. But like, if I find something that I really want to do, like I feel like I can only play Splatoon for like four hours tops. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. five hours if I'm playing with other viewers. Mm-hmm. But if I find a game that I really like, like I've been playing Paper Mario on the side, and I just did an um, impromptu eight-hour stream because I just enjoyed the game so much. Uh, so yeah. like, I think you're. It really depends. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have gone to five hours one time, and I was like, "These people are crazy." Like, I, I don't. Like, what? Five, like four hours. Like before, when I was first starting out, like, it was like two and a half hours felt like really, really long to me. And now mm-hmm. two and a half hours feels like all right. We're still going, you know. And I can go to, yeah. I can go to like three and a half. I, I think my average right now is like three and a half. I can get to four. Once I'm like, mm-hmm. once I'm pushing past four. I feel like 
like I I don't care how extroverted I am. I like need to turn this off. Like it's it's so hard. And and you know it's the worst part is when you get when you get like an influx of viewers for no reason. Like I'm like yeah. I'm 10 minutes away from turning the stream off and now all of a sudden I went from 10 to 22 viewers and I'm like, "Wait. <laughs> I don't want to lose this, no. you know? Like, ah, oh, this is like the worst." Yeah. Thing. Yeah, this is like yeah. This is the worst. You know, I, honestly, when I when I get the the influx of viewers, I feel a little bit more motivated to continue. I'm like, well, what's another like, you know, half an hour of streaming? But that's what I that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll do like I I feel like if I get like and to me like an influx of viewers is anywhere between like three to like ten viewers, right? Because that's like that's basically like doubling whatever however many people are watching me at that point. And so I'm mm -hmm. like I'm like yeah, yeah I, I have to go longer. Like I can't just I can't just stop now. But then on the inside, I'm like, man, I really should stop now. Or like, I know that like, like my girlfriend, she loves, she loves the fact that I stream and she loves the fact that it's making me really happy. And Aww, she, great. she would love the fact that if I were to stop streaming and come hang out with her like a little bit earlier sometimes too. I know, I know for a fact and I'm like, mm -hmm. uh, uh, like these like dilemmas. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm still yeah. trying to figure out that balance. And I think that's okay. I think I think whatever works best with you yeah. works is is going to be it. Yeah. Like I don't think it there's a a, a one size fits all solution mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. Because you know, I think some people only stream 3 hours and that's okay. Like during the school year, I I can only stream 3 hours or else if I go past 11, I'm like done. Like I I get 1 hour of sleep and I go to school the next day, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because you have, you have I, all that prep I, you have to do, like, at home and whatnot, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a tough life, so sometimes you just have to cut it off, and that's just the best you can do, and that's okay, because, you know, if you, you gave it your all for the amount of time you were alive, and <laughs> you need a break, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess my last question for you is kind of like... Mm -hmm. uh, for me or for other streamers who might be starting out or a little bit smaller wanting to grow or anything like that like what do you think what do you think are some good things to just keep in mind as as uh, we continue our journey on Twitch um so i think the i mean it's obviously easier said than done but really just you know don't be discouraged when you don't get as many viewers as you'd like um i think it's really important to to focus on the the accomplishments that you've had, um, like you get have that one viewer that keeps coming back, mm -hmm. who comes back and chats with you. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. I think getting a regular viewer is one of the most difficult things to do as a streamer. Yeah. So, if you have somebody like that who loves your stream enough to come back and like chat with you and hang out with you and lurk in your stream, I think that's something to be proud of. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you know making friends with other streamers, making friends with streamers who are at the same point in their streaming journey as you is important too because you know you're all in it together and there's no there's no shame in celebrating other people's successes i think that's the biggest thing like if somebody else is successful and becomes more successful than you that doesn't hurt you any in any way mm -hmm. celebrate them because mm -hmm. they worked hard to get there too mm -hmm. don't mm -hmm. don't like let jealousy take over and yeah be cool, because, you know, your time will come, too. Mm -hmm. But for now, other people's time can come before yours, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's I think that's really good advice. I am, you know, I think about my stream basically every day, and I'm like, 
what can I do? <laughs> what can I do that people will like? I think the big thing is like, what will people like and what will I like? And if, if those two things yeah. match up, then I feel like it's a good idea. Um, mm-hmm. And then in practice, it might not be as good of an idea as I thought it would, but <laughs> it's like experimentation and everything. Um, yeah. Mel, I really, really appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. Do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Um, so you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Melana, M-E-L-L-A-N-A. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Milana TV, spelled the same way, but with a TV at the end because mm-hmm. I'm obviously on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I guess those are the two most important places you can find me if you want to keep up to date with things that I do and, you know, and but make sure you go follow Sleeves McFly. That's, <laughs> that's the best channel to follow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Everybody. Th- yes. Please follow Sleeves McFly. But also like follow, follow Milana. <laughs> check out, check out one of her streams. She's, she's live really, really often. Um, like she's just, she's just very kind to her audience. Really fun to watch. Really funny. Uh, has a laugh that can turn your bad day into a really good day. Oh my God. My like little gremlin laugh. Like, <laughs> no, it's so, oh, no. I cannot tell you how many times I've been like sitting there like, ah, oh, dude, today was so hard. And then something happens in solo queue and then you just like, like cackle. And I'm just like, oh, it's a good day. <laughs> it's a cackle. That's literally what it is. It's cackling. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Nah. Hey yo, hey yo. Yo, Let Me Tell You is recorded and edited by me, Chandler Riley. Special thanks to Mark and Cabo for composing and recording all of our music. Show him some love at Mark and Cabo on Instagram and search up his YouTube, Mark and Cabo. If you like our show, let me know on Twitter and Instagram at McFly. And follow me at twitch.tv slash sleevesmcfly to keep the conversations going while I play video games, of course. Thank you all for listening, and I hope to see you next time. Bye-bye.